everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of Journey of the Roadrunner here. This is Paul, your resident expert at getting high-impact injuries from running. <laughs> and, and alongside <laughs> me is Adriana once again. How's it going, everyone? <laughs> uh, we'll get more into that later. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, you know what? This is actually episode 50. Uh, no uh, shit! Yeah. <laughs> We've done 50 episodes. Yeah, that's crazy. Fuck. Fucking yeah. A, dude. <laughs> um, I hope everybody enjoyed the last episode with um, I had my mom on. We talked about my dad and everything. So, um, yeah, so that went really well. It looks like it. People are listening, so I'm like in that. That's awesome. Yeah. How many hits did we get on that? Uh, it's like 62 right now. Nice. But I mean, there's some episodes we have like over 300. But oh, the... that's fantastic. <laughs> But the the one we did before, my mom, I think it's only had like twenty five. Really? <laughs> yeah. But I did put a disclaimer not to listen if you're e- easily offended. So maybe there are a lot of easily offended people out there these maybe days. Got some sensitive, <laughs> some sensitive people out there. Oh well. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Anyway, all right. So so since the last episode, I you know came home that weekend after our birthday. And uh, I did the finish for a Guinness race on September 5th. That was a Sunday in Warren. That's like one of my favorites. Um, I think I've mentioned it before. That That's the one that really, like, that. first of all, it kick-started the journey of the Roadrunner. It was like the first race number one. And um, even before the official journey of the Roadrunner started, that... That's when I first realized that um, there are a lot of races that donate money to charities. So that's kind of like one of the things that got me, you know, into doing this. So Writing about it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, yeah, very exciting. It was, it was a beautiful day out. Uh, I didn't see too many people. I usually see a lot more people that I know there, but there wasn't that many people. Um my friend Jennifer came by from the cave and then um, how was the turnout on that I, I wasn't able to I make forgot. that race I, I think it was like almost like 900 people oh wow yeah so it was like a lot of people I just didn't know as many people as I usually do there <laughs> so that's a hell of a turnout yeah so like Jennifer was there and then um our friend Dory was there those are the only people that I saw <laughs> okay but yeah, it was like a really good turnout, beautiful day, great party afterwards. Yeah, the party's always good. Those Davok girls from Market Street, man, shout out to them because they throw a, a mean party and they are not stingy with their beer. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, they don't like keep count or anything there. <laughs> they don't care, man. Those girls are really generous. I, yep. I have to say, mm-hmm. they go above and beyond the uh, treating the community well here. Yeah, yeah. And there's a lot of... um. Yeah, like local restaurants help donate with the food and everything. So this is like a lot of great food. Oh yeah. So I'm I'm bummed I missed it. I'm glad you got to do it. Yeah, I mean it's so funny. Like I think the Disney race I did was like almost a hundred bucks, but you know this race was like a way better after party than the Disney race. <laughs> so yeah, so that was a lot of fun. And then I think it ended up raining like later on that day, but it was like perfect during the race. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I was really bummed I had to miss it. I can't remember why. I, I don't think I was able to run yet, to be honest. 
Yeah, yeah, that's right too. Yeah, and I think you were away or something. I, I think you're right. I can't do these these days are just like melding in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> then, uh, then you were on vacation. Yeah, in Mexico. <laughs> I was in Tulum, Mexico, and it was unbelievable. I had a really great time. I have to say, and I, I wrote this in a blog on uh, the Soul Friend Yoga because I blog um, there a lot. I, I My body coming back from that felt so good. It was really a needed a needed vacation. And, you know, I didn't, I didn't, I exercised every morning. Just, I think I worked out four mornings. So I was there seven days, but you know, cut off two for travel. So out of the right. five days of exercise, I worked out in the gym. They had a gym in the condo four days. And then I did yoga five. And I got to tell you, man, like, and I didn't over, I did like probably 25 minutes of mobility, 30 minutes of mobility and like only like a 30 minute workout. And just really like, just took the time to like, you know, care for myself. I, I wrote a lot and like just goals and I just decompress. I was at the beach a lot. And I got to tell you, like, I feel I'm super motivated right now. Like mm-hmm. super pumped to be back at work. Um, you know, which I don't, I don't think everyone can say that about their job. <laughs> I love my job. I really do love my job, but like, it's still just like any job. It's a job and it can, you can get burnout. Yeah, and it's, yeah exactly. It's, yeah. You know, yeah. you're dealing with a lot of people, a lot of emotions, a lot of just everything. And just in life in general. And I got to tell you, this this trip really reset me well. Like some vacations do, some don't. Some come, you come back worse off because you drank and ate too much and whatnot. <laughs> right. Like this one, I feel like I really did it right. Like I really tried to, and I ate a lot, but I mean, I needed to, to be honest with you. I feel like at work sometimes I just trying to shovel in food and we're busy and I can't. Yeah, like, now you can enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. And I got to sit. I was like, it's so funny. I was sitting down eating and I'm like, it's so nice to sit down and eat. And then, like, I, I thought about that. And I'm like, that is really funny that I have to say that. But it was <laughs> nice to just, like, sit and eat and not have to, like, you know, shovel my food in standing up and keep it moving. Mm-hmm. It was it just really, it really set me up for, like, a, a really positive comeback just to society and work. And I have to tell you, like, the, I did the reef. I snorkeled the reef. My friends and I, and we hung out on a boat all day. Like, it was a really relaxing I hung out at the beach a super lot. Like I needed it. I, I didn't realize how bad I needed it until I got home and I was like, man, I feel damn good. You know, like my body, I taught spin today on the bike for the first time. I didn't clip in just cause I'm still my hamstring. I, I'd say I'm about 80, 82 to 85% good. Okay. So I still have a little like stuff going on and that's where I'm like, I'm even like mindful of not overdoing Over it. Just, right. Yeah. I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm almost there. <laughs> <laughs> You know, and I, you and I and everybody who's like us is like, you're almost there. When you're 80, you're like, I'm 100. I'm doing it all. Today, I was like, I got spin. I'm like, I had to go to someone's house out in Tiverton. So I, if you're not from around here, Tiverton, it's the town I usually run in the trails. I was like, man, I should just like take my trail shoes. I'm like, bitch, no. You just like <laughs> the first time. You're not going out for a trail run. But I had to like really pull it back because that's what happens when you start feeling good and you're coming off stuff when you weren't feeling good. It's like you want to do more. That's it's it's all of our instincts as athletes and people who are fit like who want to be in fitness and you know like to move. If you like to move, you want to do it more because it feels good. But it's like that. What's that push that you go too far? And right, I really yeah. have to. Listen. And it's beautiful out today. I was like, oh, I'm gonna yeah. go for a true world. I'm like, no, I'm not. You know, and I <laughs> yeah, it's like you're gonna be mindful because then in the long run it could hurt you. Yeah, you hurt even and, longer. And honestly, I mean, we came back and we totally get into the obstacle race, but. We, I flew back Friday 
night. I was home at like, I don't know, I think I got home at like 6.30. You know, I, I did my pizza Friday and I rested, but then I got in the car and drove two hours and did the obstacle race. So, mm-hmm. and I've been going hard all week, like advertising. And I, I don't know anyone, if you guys know me, I don't love social media, but I, I need it for work. And I've been really trying to be conscious of like just banging out all the crap I need to do for October this week so I don't have to be on it very much. And I'm like, so I'm, I'm you know, any anytime I'm not at work working, I'm doing other things and like just basically what goes around work. So, and, and with soul friend yoga. So I'm really trying yeah. to like, I, I came back hard and like motivated. And then like last night, I think I told you, I was like exhausted. I'm like, what happened? Why am I so tired? I had so much energy. I'm like, cause I literally just like hit the ground running and I still yeah. feel great, but I'm noticing, I'm like, all right, tonight, I, I got a, a, one appointment. I got to get home. I'm not food prepping tonight because I was going to go. I'm like, I'm just going to chillax. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because, yeah, I mean, just like traveling alone, even, um, even if you're not like changing time zones or anything, it, it can wear you out, just the travel itself. And yeah. Everything, so. And we changed one hour, but it didn't, I don't feel like it affected me. But again, you just nailed it. Like, I don't even know if anything affected me because I'm feeling good. Right. So, yeah. like, I'm like, woo, you know, and then, <laughs> is it, you know, is this like a, a friggin' uh, residual high for my vacation? Am I going like, to crash? Exactly. Like you are feeling good because your body was saying, slow down, bitch. <laughs> yeah, right. And now I'm like, yeah, I'm like, yeah, it's, you're, you're absolutely right, dude. <laughs> <laughs> your body you know, will let you know. Yeah. I mean, honestly, it's like, I, I literally live to like work hard and then vacation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like it, it just, it is what it is. And at the end of the day, you know what? Like I, I enjoy being busy yeah. until I get. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it hits all at once. It's like, mm-hmm. I'm slammed. Yay. No. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh-huh. speaking of the race, let's, uh, the race didn't go as well for you as for me, yeah. <laughs> some of your counterparts. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh, now I forgot. Was the rugged rambler? Is that what it was called? A rugged maniac, and I did. Yeah, yeah. In case you didn't see, I already started a team for next year. So this is, if you're up for a redo, Paul, <laughs> you already got a team. Yeah, but um, yeah, it was like a perfect day out. You couldn't ask for a more perfect day. By the time the race started, I don't think it was a cloud in the sky. It was like perfect temperature and everything. Um, we went out to um, oh, not my mind went Southwick, Massachusetts, which is like way out. It's like past um, Springfield. Like we drove by the basketball hall of fame and everything past where like the big E is and all that stuff. So it's like way out there. And I think it takes place on um, a motocross track. It is the motocross track. I saw one of their ramps and I was like, that would have been a cool obstacle. (laughs) (laughs) It's by, uh, by next to our neighbor, he does motocross and he goes out there. So he rides over there. So he knew exactly where we went. Yep. So, um, yeah, so we, a bunch of us met at the gym and, um, we drove up there. Was it two hours? <laughs> Something like that. It was, I think it was like a two hour ride, dude. It was definitely yeah. a haul. Yeah. Yeah. It was a little chilly when we first got there, but like the sun wasn't like totally like out yet. But then once the sun was out, then it got warmer. Yeah. And it was, there was like a, a good turnout. They're all, the way they do it there's all different um different heats so i think it's like every half hour or so the next one goes every 15 minutes oh 15 all right yeah and yeah. it was well organized they organized it really well 
Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, it was a real smooth. Yeah, they whoever organized that, I got to give the like, shout out to Rugged Maniac because they really had a good structure. I've been to a, a few obstacle races, man, and not to say they're not organized, but like they <laughs> left something to be desired. Like these guys had their shit together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was impressed. Um, yeah, so that we were. Um, yeah, when we were waiting to start, we were, like, doing our warm-ups and everything, and somebody even took a picture of us. That was nice. <laughs> and then we were off, and then not long after we started, uh, it was, like, going down this steep dirt hill, and I had my adrenaline going, so I wasn't thinking, so I was, like, you know, running down. I just let my um, legs take over, and then I kind of lost control, and then I fell forward with my arms out and I like landed on my left side and apparently I knocked my shoulder out of my socket. Dude, I'm just going to like recap. So from my perspective, okay. what happened? <laughs> so, cause I, I was like, what the fuck? How, how long is so, the race? Do you think that was probably like, maybe like I we were running for a while. Than, like it was like, it was not even that long. Like no, it maybe, was pretty early on. Yeah. I don't, it definitely wasn't a mile. I might have, I don't know if it oh, was a half mile or yeah like we weren't really so you you and the thing is like we train hills so this is where i'm like i couldn't tell if you like because i turned like you were everyone had the shit eating grins on i like looked at everyone everyone was smiling the energy was awesome i'm like this is fucking awesome and i looked you looked like you started to run downhill and like i'm like he knows not to run downhill and either you were excited and ran downhill or you tripped and I couldn't quite figure out what what what, what it was. Uh-huh. And I'm like, I don't want to be like, whoa, what did you just do? Did you trip or get excited? Because like, I obviously want to see if you're right. And you're like, I'm fine. And I felt both your shoulders. I'm like, this is not fine. I'm like, I think this is sublax. So you're like, no, no, I'm just going to, it feels good when I warm it up. I'm like, okay. So we're running. And then I'm like, we get to this obstacle you have to climb. Like, you're going to be able to do this? And you're like, trying. Like, I don't think so. Then I'm like, Paul, lift your arm. You're like, oh. I'm like, All right, <laughs> yeah, that hurt. <laughs> and then we came around the corner and Jesse's scrouched down. So he's not on, he, he doesn't go to the gym with us. He only like came out to train with us once. Mm-hmm. Apparently he friggin' pulled his groin going over an obstacle. Yeah. That, that obstacle you, you like climb over this big ladder thing and then you, you, you know, climb down the other side. But um, like just before that, we ran through like this huge uh, mud puddle. So like when you climb it over and climb in on the other side, everybody's feet are all wet and muddy and everything. So that makes all the wood all slippery. So I'm thinking oh, yeah. that. So I'm thinking his like leg like slid out or something, and you know he overextended Probably. it or something. And, and that's and that's like the thing. It's like you can't. You know we trained. And it's it, sometimes accidents just happen. Like you don't yeah. know what's going to happen. I mean, it sucks. And I was like, sh- I was so funny because I, I saw everyone's face. I'm like, Oh my God, everyone's so excited. This is great. And you looked like you were like coming down. Like, I, I wish I could have picture you before it happened. Cause you <laughs> look like a kid at Christmas. And then yeah. you didn't, I was like, Oh my God. I'm like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> like, it was just such a fast thing. And yeah. it's weird. I'm going to tell you, Mark had texted me on vacation and said he couldn't do the race. And he was the one I was going to have in front. And I just had this weird feeling. I'm like, this is not like a bad feeling, but I was like, well, this is going to throw up. I felt like something was going to be off. I'm like, well, that's going to throw everything off a little. Cause I, I was going to have him in the front. Yeah. And, um, and then I put George in the front, which was fine, but I knew that he'd be fast and he'd just be not, not like I, I knew he'd be going. Yeah. So, 
but I mean, I, I really, you are, I have to tell, I, either you have like, either you are flying on adrenaline or you have a really high pain tolerance. Yeah. I felt your shoulder. I'm like, oh God. <laughs> yeah, I'm I do like, have a. Motherfuckers <laughs> like, try to do this race still. Yeah, I do have like, like a no, high you tolerance. Can't. You're hurt. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm like, dude, you can't do this. You're hurt. You're like, no, let me try. I'm like, oh boy. Oh, not again. <laughs> yeah, because we ran for a little but while after like, that. Yeah, you were like, it, it feels good. It's warm. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's even better because, like, after the race, you were just like hanging with your ice and your sling, drinking a beer, hanging yeah. out with everyone, chatting. And you looked like you were like totally fucking having a blast. I'm like, dude, this guy has like no fucking, like, you have like a pain threshold of a freaking ox. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, Oh yeah, so I, uh, yeah, so then I ended up going to the medical tent, and um, I don't know, you know what, maybe, ooh, you know what, all right, I'll go through the details, but I'll I'll skip it on the regular podcast, but you know what, I'll put like the uncut edition on the Patreon page if you want to hear the details of my <laughs> putting shoulder back in place. <laughs> mm. That's brutal. Okay, so. Uh, if you're on a highway, you're gonna go deep. Just step aside, or you might end up in a heap. Run, 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 the Roadrunner Show. Meet me. All right, so now yeah. back to the regular podcast. So <laughs> they, I ended up, um, so then they like gave me a sling, and then they said that um, I should go to the doctors after I get home and um, get have an X ray done just in case um, there's like a fracture in the socket or something. And so then, um, yes, yeah, so I was leaving, and they actually gave me a medal, so that was nice. And um, and then Jesse and I were ended up watching the the finishers. So then. Um, George and Heather were the first ones from our team that came across. Um, I'm going to see if I can try to remember everybody. Yeah, they it, they they crushed it. Yeah, yeah, they did really good. It was I, George and Heather, and then um, then um, Kathy. Was it Kathy then Dory? Yeah, yeah, I think so. And then I stayed with Deb because she has yeah. asthma. Yeah, you know, as it's like training a team, you usually usually um, depending on the team. I'll put a quicker runner up front to like kind of manage the front for me. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, someone who, so Mark, I almost like a pacer. Me, yeah. Cause he's, he's been running them. He, I've run a tough mutter with him, two tough scramblers. I've run a lot of obstacle races with him. So I knew he'd be a good choice. Yeah. And then I, I'll stay in the back with the slower people. And it's fine. If you're slower, like you, the, the goal is to finish these, not to friggin right. kick at, I you're going to kick ass because you finished. Like you exactly. don't have to do every obstacle. And that's what I try to tell. Like Deb was so happy that she finished. Like yeah. she was so cute. 
Like she was really like, and she was nervous. There was a couple obstacles that she wanted to skip and she skipped. There was like one that she didn't want to skip. And I was like, okay, sure. You don't <laughs> want to skip this. She's like, no, I'm going to do it. I'm like, and I'm all, I'm all for it, but there's some shit that's really fucking high. And there's, and, and I'm, I'm strong enough probably to take like cat, like grab someone like her and be able to hold them. But if you fall on some of this shit, like it's no joke how high up it is. Yeah. And then one that was really high and she's like, I'm doing this one. I'm yeah. like, all right, all right, let's do it. You know? And, and I think the verdict, it, she's a little more vertically challenged. So I was a little nervous about her reaching, but she kicked ass, man. And honestly, at the end of the day, like as, as a person who's training people for obstacle race, I've been doing it probably, like, I think I've taken what I've been at the gym 11 years. So I probably eight or nine years I've been, I have to like go do the math, but eight or nine years I've been training people for obstacle races. And at the end of the day, like, everyone's I, I make sure if you're coming with me and you know you've been training with me you're ready for it mm-hmm. and she i think she surprised herself a lot like there was some stuff she was scared of and she did it anyway and she, like at the again like this is like my favorite thing about like going to do obstacles and training people there's a smile on people's faces when they get over something that's fucking scary because yep. it's like you were like oh my god what am i gonna do oh, and then you get over it and like, i did it like, it's like, and then you have this motivation to like, keep going. There's just, there's something that, you know, not to be corny, but it's really fucking magical. Like, yep. it really is like magical to see people's faces and like the accomplishment and like how hard some of this shit is. Like, there, there is some shit that's no joke, but it's so much that, you know what? You got to do it next year for sure. There yeah. are so many slides. It's so much fun. <laughs> yeah. Plus another like, thing. I, my favorite thing was water slides. <laughs> Plus, like a, like a, there was like four. Yeah, yeah, and it ended with a huge one. It was like a water park. Oh my god! <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah. With, with Jeb though, I think I'm pretty sure like she said that like she was afraid of heights and everything too. So like to overcome that, do all this and overcome that. That's yeah, with asthma too. So oh yeah, like that last quite an accomplishment. Thing, like, yeah, she said she's afraid of heights, and yeah. the one that like. I was like, oh, I'm just going to not, I'm not going to push her to do this one. I'm like, dad, we can go around this. She goes, no, I want to do it. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, shit, let's do it. And you could tell after that one, all of a sudden, like her breathing was better because with asthma, like anything, breathing is important for everything because you need it to live. But like when you're nervous, you don't breathe right. 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 Because you start to hyperventilate, hold your breath. Like people just do weird shit when they're nervous. So she's got asthma and she's nervous. So mm-hmm. she was having a, a hard time breathing in general. And I looked at her and I go, Deb, we trained in the worst humidity and you weren't stopping. I'm like, take a deep breath. You're not, you're, you're doing well. As soon as she got over that fucking tall one, man, she was like G.I. Jane. She was <laughs> so like her asthma was gone <laughs> because I think it was the nervousness. And I, you know what, dude, I get it. Like there's, I've been doing these a long time and there's, there's not a race that I approach where there's not one thing where I'm like, oh boy, this is going to be rough, you know? <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> and there was a couple, there was a couple slides, there was one slide I got up and I'm like, this is a really high ride. It was fun. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, like, I I felt bad, like, waking at the finish line. Like, I felt like a loser, like, wearing a sling and everybody else is, like, having a great time and everything. Um, yeah. Dude, you're totally not. And at least, I mean, not not to 
not to say, oh, at least you weren't the only one, but at least Jesse was there with you and you guys yeah. can kind of commiserate in it. Yeah, yeah. But, like, to be honest, like, right after that, I was like, oh, I'm done with this shit. Like, I'm just going to stick to road races. I was so, like, down and upset, even though I look, like, I keep everything in, so I might have looked like I was all happy and everything, but I really wasn't. Oh, no, I can definitely know you weren't. And then, um, but then, like, later on in the day, I'm like, fuck that. I'm going to beat the shit out of this next year. I'm done. (laughs) I had, like, the opposite turnaround, so. I mean, third time's a charm, man. You can't let it beat you. And honestly, Paul, like, it was a freak thing. Like, I think if you didn't fall, you would have crushed this thing. Yeah, yep. Like, I I think you would have been perfectly fine on everything. It was an accident. I mean, yeah. You know, and not to be cliche, but everything happens for a reason. Who knows why that ha- this happened to you? But there's always a reason, you know. Like yeah, because I need to slow my ass down. <laughs> like we were just talking about, I need to slow my ass down. I'm doing too much. So <laughs> maybe it is the universe. Yeah, the universe something. doesn't. Right, the universe doesn't care how it slows you down. Yeah, it's just gonna happen. Yep. So then, you um, yeah. So I mean, they had like that was a good after party afterwards, and um. Oh, we got to talk about your, um, they had the stage and they had like, um, different competitions. Uh, there was one where, um, first there was like four guys that had to hold a beer stein out in front of them, like a huge beer stein full of beer. And like the, I forgot what the, I think the winner got like a free beer or something after that or something. I don't know what they were giving yeah. away. And then they did that for, um, women. And then they say they, they need one more woman to go up there and then. Heather went to go up there, but then I think somebody else was closer, and they got up there first. Yeah, and, and then they did the pull-up contest. Our own Adriana made it in there, <laughs> the first one. I did. I yeah. I was. Uh, I don't think I don't know where I got the energy to do that many pull-ups. To be honest. <laughs> they, oh my god! They 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 ask how many she thinks she could do. She says um six. And then with the, all of us were all standing, all the team was like, oh, bullshit. She got to do, like, double that. <laughs> and then you did almost double that. I think you got 11, right? And, um, yeah. Yeah, and then uh, you were holding the lead until they got the, then um, this little girl went last. The 10-year-old. <laughs> yeah, the 10-year-old. The 10-year-old broke my ass. A future, <laughs> yeah. Well, to be fair, I think she's going to be a future um, Olympian gymnast, so. Dude, that kid, I haven't seen anyone do pull-ups like that in a long time. Dude's like a mini ninja. I was thinking a mini you. <laughs> I know, I was probably, a little, I probably could do that when I was 10. That kid was a badass. She fucking comes up there and does 17. Yeah. I'm like, all right, you don't have any boobs or ass. You can't be in the same competition as RC tits and ass. Like, there's got to be like an adult come like, when you haven't started bleeding yet, you can't be in the same competition as the bleeders. Yeah. Like, bleeder, us bleeders have to have our own competition. Like, the little girl bleeders. cannot be in the same competition. I, I never heard that before. <laughs> well, now you did. Let me tell you something. That has to be in the title. <laughs> but, oh, that was... bleeders, the bleeders and the non-bleeders, because there's an age gap there. <laughs> But yeah, that was so much fun. And then, um, then after, our, then we drove home. Luckily, um, Deb drove. I, you know, drove rode in her car, so I didn't have to drive the two hours back. Like I was just a passenger. Yeah. I just had to drive from the gym to home. And then I, um, and 
doing what I was told, and I went to the doctors. I uh, went to the urgent care in Newport, and they did the X-ray, and then um, they said that the my um, what is it the the shoulder socket? Yeah, it, it it was fractured. There was fractures in it. He showed me him. Like, well, Paul, I, let's be real here. You did what you were told. Dory's a nurse. She was going to be on your <laughs> ass. Yeah. But um, yeah. But the um, I, on you, like, did you go to? The, did you get the X-ray yet, Paul? Yeah. <laughs> she would have been on you because she she definitely when I sprained my thumb, you need an X-ray too. I was like, all right. <laughs> She's well, like the mom of the team, you know. Yeah. Well, when I first when I first our, hurt my our ankle, team nurse. When when I first hurt my ankle, I had um X rays done at a medical center, and they they said there was um a fracture. But then they sent me to like another emergency room, and the doctor there looked at it and said, "I don't know what they were talking about. It's not fractured." So so I wasn't sure if there was a fracture or not. But then I went to the I had to right. make an appointment for the orthopedic. Um, and so then you know, a couple of days later, uh, he confirmed that it was fractured, but he, he said, I don't need surgery. Everything looks like it's in the right place. I'm going to have to do, um, start physical therapy in four to six weeks, but I have a follow-up. So I think I'm going to end up needing an MRI. We'll yeah. I just get one anyway. Yeah. Cause yeah. So I have my arm in a sling. I'm allergic to aspirin or. You know, I can't take any good shit, so <laughs> all I can take is Tylenol and I have my arm in a sling and then I put ice on it and that's all I'm doing. If I don't move my arm it's fine. But then Do you have Tiger Bomb or anything? Um, I don't think so. I have some good THC Rob at the house. I I'll bring it some. Yeah, and I wanna thank, you know, Adriana and Dory for um bringing me food. <laughs> so, oh dude. But not happen. I was like, we gotta feed this man. <laughs> yeah, because I just, it was so funny because I was thinking of it like afterwards, like how how am I gonna like cut vegetables and stuff? I can't do that with one hand. So yeah, so I really appreciate it. Yeah, so we'll see what happens now. Yeah, you can't um, you can't cut vegetables. So I think Deb's making you food too. Uh huh. So you'll you'll be fed well. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yep. So I'll keep everybody posted. It's so frustrating because I wanted to do, um, like a race in New England, either like New Hampshire or Vermont or Maine, um, in October, but now that's out the window. Um, I asked the, the doctor if I could do exercises like, um, walk and stuff. He said I could walk as long as I don't go down any steep hills and break the other side. So we'll see what happens. You can you can walk, but just don't go uh, just don't go down another hill on purpose. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, one thing I'll be doing, I don't know if you want to like plug it. But oh yeah, I'm gonna be sh- doing so, a sugar shakedown. <laughs> yeah, that's actually that starts this Monday at um five. We have I think we have six people in this group, oh. but unfortunately, I have a few more inquiries of people who can't make that time. Mm-hmm. But I I don't know. I think. I need three to run a group, and I don't think there's three who can't three can't make that time. I think there's only two, so it ended up being, I mean, six people is a great number for this group. Yeah. I usually won't take more than eight, 
um, anyway, because it gets to be, I want to make sure I give everyone enough attention. You know, at the end of the day, of course, a bigger, like financially bigger groups, uh, you make more money, blah, blah, blah. But I, I, you know, it's about quality for me. Like I want my fucking people to do well. And I've always been a stickler of like not having a group so big that I can't, I like, I can't, um, give everyone enough attention, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe this might be back. This is probably why like be having like a fucked up educational system childhood has made me a better trainer because I feel like our classrooms are so big and I probably needed a little like different attention than some of the other right. kids mm-hmm. and I didn't get it because the classrooms are too big and like you know uh, it, so it's I almost have like that like it's like a stigma it's like you know if you don't have enough time for if there's someone who needs my help more than someone else like I can't give it to them I, uh, because I have too many people like what kind of fucking trainer am i gonna be you know what i mean like yeah so plus this this part of it weighing in you gotta weigh us in too so if you're doing that yeah by the time you do all that the time will be up yeah yeah it's it's an hour right and there's a lot of talking so the monday the first monday this monday might actually run a little over i'm gonna text my six o'clock client and see if he'll come in at 6 30 because it again it's like you know what? You guys are in an eight-week program, which there's going to be another four-week program tagged on at the end because I need a little – usually I run it for 12 weeks, but just for people's financial case, I'm like, let me run the eight weeks and then run the four after because it's more of a maintenance phase after where you're still kind of in it. Um, but it's it's just to break it down a little, it's about sugar addiction. And, like, you know, when I say sugar, people think, oh, cakes, candies. Like, no, this is, this is bagels and friggin' pizza too. Mm-hmm. Like everyone, everyone's got one or the other that they really tend to veer towards, you know? And like, for me, it's pizza. Like I, I, if you put fucking hot pizza anywhere near me, dude, it's like, I'm like a savage. <laughs> yeah. Like, and it just has to be a cheese pizza. It doesn't right. have to be, but like, you can put a cake in front of me and I don't give a shit. Like that doesn't phase me. I don't care. I don't want it. You know? So at the end of the day, it's like, we all have that trigger food and it's about learning how to eat and like, even like, uh, you know, all right, this is food prep. You have to grocery shop, try to do it at the same time every week, try to food prep same time of day every week, you know, learning how to get to the gym on a routine and putting these things as a priority in your life and not going, oh, I didn't have time to food prep. Like that, there's no, that's the thing with this program. There's, it's no bullshit. Like I'm going to sit down with everyone. No one's going to, because people always come with bullshit. Everyone's ready to do this. They want to change their lives. And then you start telling them what they can't have. And they're like, it's like no shut the fuck up you're not having diet soda that's not part of it you paid for this you're gonna deal with it and at the end of the day i'm this this particular program i'm gonna be a little more harsh in the beginning where here's here's the logistics if this isn't gonna work for you go get your money back because i had one lady who was like this was a lot more of a commitment than i expected well what the fuck did you think you're trying to change your life and you're not doing it you're not doing it right or you wouldn't be here and at the end of the day I did it myself after like, a, I think I was in like the Dominican for like 12 days or something, 10 days. And I was a disaster when I go, I ate, ate like crap. It was just drank, didn't do shit, but like swim by the pool. Like, I think like by noon I was having like mudslides every day. <laughs> so like, I felt like... Oh, you're breaking up. Sorry about that. Can you start over again? You yeah, were the so, Dominican and yeah. Yeah, I think it was the Dominican or maybe it was somewhere else. I went... I, I don't remember. I think it was the Dominican. I went on one vacation and came home really like sugar fucking. I was a mess from it. Uh-huh. And uh, 
I I was like, all right, I need to I need to feel better. Oh, it might have been Puerto Rico. I don't know. It was one. It was some country I came home from, and I was like, all right, I've literally like ate whatever the hell I wanted and drank and didn't do shit. So I'm gonna I'm gonna make this meal plan and like basically kick sugar cravings from it. Cause like even when I was younger, you know, as a trainer and a person who moves a lot, like I was always moving around. So it's not, it's not hard for me to like, I still eat clean, but not like I do now, mm-hmm. you know, in the beginning, we're talking like way, like when I first started and I have sugar cravings, like after a weekend of going out with my friends, like Monday, I still wanted shitty food. Like, like I was craving stuff and I'm like, I can't live like this where I have these cravings and fine by like Tuesday, I feel good again. I'm like, this is not it. So I, I just made this program and I did it myself and I kind of took note of how I felt like how, what does a sugar withdrawal feel like? You know, how is this feeling? How does that feel? How does it feel when I, you know, quote unquote relapsed and ate food that like I probably shouldn't have been eating at the time I ate it and like how I craved more food. And I just did a lot of like self research, you know, I delved into it and then I started doing the program every year. And every year I made it better. And, you know, it, it's because of you guys that I made it better, too, because I have people, man, everyone's trying to get one over. It's like, oh, we're going to make, um, oh, yeah, this one woman. So that everyone's on a group text with me so I can kind of see what's going on. Everyone's chatting. She's making fucking protein muffins with protein powder and, like, I don't even know what else she used. Somehow she fucking processed this thing and made it a muffin. I'm like, you can't have muffins. She's like, but they're protein. You said we can have protein powder. I'm like, but you're you're just trying to have shitty food again. But you said, I'm like, oh, this bitch. So basically, um, I was like, all right, we can't we can't have protein powder anymore. Which now you can again. But I kept taking things and making it to the. There was a. It's a very raw meal plan, and then it breaks once you basically can you're eating healthy clean food again then we break into like the cycle of like all right now we're gonna eat healthy clean food and you're just gonna keep this all a routine you know the food prep to this to that and then if you want to indulge a little on weekends there's tools to do it go Mm -hmm. out to eat eat what you have at the restaurant don't bring the leftovers home you know if you're like oh i don't like wasting food then fucking split your meal with someone right you know like or get or ask for a different like this this portion control like you know because at the end of the day if you take all these leftovers home and monday day you're like oh, i don't want to waste my food i'll eat this leftover for lunch like you're just setting up the cycle so it's about like breaking out of cycles and honestly just getting like you know, stop trying to bullshit yourself because that's what it all boils down to. People, you're trying to talk yourself into something that's not, it's actually not, um, it's not serving you in any way. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Can I manage this lifestyle and still have a lifestyle and feel good? Yeah, you can. You know what I mean? Like you can still enjoy yourself, go out to eat, eat something you like, and you're not going to set yourself off on a huge bender. And that's the goal is to, not feel like you're always thinking about your food like oh do i feel guilty i ate this or you know and just learning how to eat clean and learning what eating clean feels like like it's a great feeling to not worry about your food and obsess mm-hmm. and think about it all the time and be a weight that a healthy weight that you want feel good move good you know and it's been i've had a lot of success with people like i've real this program's been so when i first started at the gym we had to do um, a weight loss program like a weight loss challenge and every trainer had to do one. Like, you had to have a team. So I, the first one I had to, like, follow, I shadowed one uh-huh. of the other trainers while they did it. And then the next time I did it. 
And I had like one guy who he was, he started losing weight so much that I'm like, and like the goal is to get your whole team to lose how many pounds, like, you, you know, how many pounds did your team lose total? And I had one guy, I'm like, he can't lose any more weight. This guy can't lose any more weight. So like I, my team is not going to win. So I'm not going to starve this motherfucker. <laughs> And like, you know, right, yeah, that's fun, unhealthy like, too. You want to be healthy, yeah. Because that's stupid. Like, and I've never done one again. And this is this is a yeah. changing your lifestyle. I don't want to, you know, when I developed this program, I didn't want to be another fucking Weight Watchers and Jenny Craig. Like, oh, eat this, gain weight, come back, then recycle. Like, some people will do the program again just because they liked it and they want to mm-hmm. stay on track. Or, but they're they're in a good place. Like, I've had a couple people come back. Yeah, maybe they gained a pound or two, but. They're in that lifestyle, so they're doing well. And maybe they just want a little, like, tighten the reins. But they're not like, oh, I, I lost 20 pounds and gained 40 back. Like, that's what a lot of those weight loss programs do. And I'm super against it because you're not teaching people how to live healthy. You're teaching them to obsess over a scale and eat weird fucking food and, like, oh, this this cake is only 100 points and this is this. And it's, like, it's about their attitude yeah. and you know, and sometimes people need therapy. Like it's, a lot of times, you know, food is a comfort thing. And if you're not seeing a therapist and you have issues you're not dealing with, I always tell people in no. class, like if you're not seeing a therapist and a lot of your issues are food because you're like coping with your food, you got to see a therapist too. And it's not, I'm not being abrasive or mean about it. Like I see a therapist, I got my own shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's At like, the end um, of the day, it's, I forgot the name of the show. It's like something like was oh. my 600 pound life or something um they they would go and like see this doctor because they want to have like that bypass that surgery that stomach surgery yeah. yeah yeah but and like a lot of times like he would make them lose like um at least like 100 pounds he'd give them a goal to lose weight and stuff and if they weren't losing it they'd have to like he send them to like a therapist and then it's so funny and then once they see the therapist then all of a sudden the weight started coming off Right. So yeah, it's funny how like a lot of it's mental too. Well, it's it's mental, it's emotional, and it's you know it people food is is our culture and mm-hmm. not healthy food either. It's not like oh we have the cultural like you know we, we're super un- Americans have one of the worst diets in the world, and it's like we rely on food as comfort, and you know we're all guilty of it. I'm guilty of it. Like you know who doesn't like if I'm having a fucking rough day, man, I want pizza. Like that's my thing. Like. If I'm having a good day and it's Friday, I'm having pizza. Like, so like it, it, for everyone, we all have our own shit. And like, you know, to, to, to see a therapist, to start working on your emotional shit will help you with your physical and your diet. Like it'll help you. You'll, you know, exercise is going to make you happy. Eating right will help you. Like eating bad makes you depressed. Like sugar, like the shit yep. fucking depressed. You will be depressed. Like coming from a person with pretty bad ADHD, man, like, when I eat really crappy, I get fucking, I can't think, which I already don't feel smart sometimes anyway. Like that is not going to help me feel better about myself. And then I can't focus or think. I can't retain anything, which I don't do anyway. So then I'm like depressed. I'm like, I'm so dumb. Like I don't, you know, when I eat clean and I'm moving well and everything's great, I feel awesome. Like I feel great. I'm yeah. on top of the world. I can take on anything. Like I have this great attitude. I'm more positive. If I'm eating shitty and not moving, it's I'm a different person. Like I'll kill you. You know what I mean? And it's, it, yeah. and I feel like most people are like that and they don't even know it. You know, like if you, what's the one thing I always say to people, like you don't know you feel like shit until you actually feel good. 
Yep, yep. You know, and that goes for everybody. Like, I don't care who you are. If you feel like shit and that's your lifestyle and that's all you know, that's what you think your norm is. Like, your normal doesn't have to be bad. Like, your normal can – there is nothing wrong with being, like, happy, confident, comfortable. Like, you should feel like that. That's how we all should feel. You know, and at the end of the day, if we're not feeling that way, 95% of it's on us. Like, we're the ones yeah. causing it. Of course, there's always circumstances in our lives that are – not positive and we get depressed but like a lot of the shit is our own shit and i don't understand it myself like maybe one day i'll understand it like myself included we human self-sabotage like it's like oh i'm doing <laughs> yeah. good let me just do something to make it worse <laughs> so like everyone's eating good we're doing great you've been eating good for three weeks well now i'm just gonna have a fucking piece of cake why not and like it's like oh i feel like shit i can't believe i did that then why did you you know what i mean it's like it's it, it really boils down to having some self-control and in self-love and that's where it all the sugar shakedown is it's it's learning it's not like oh we're gonna go on this diet and, and no it's not it's clean eating so yeah i do clean your fucking diet up and i clean you out mm-hmm. maybe like for lack of better words you're gonna get cleaned out but it's all about just learning how to love yourself more and like you're gonna eat this food because it's gonna make you feel good and then you're going to get a, create a routine because that's how you take care of yourself. And yeah, maybe someone in the room might need a therapist because they don't have one, you know? And if you have one and they're not working, maybe you need another one. Like it's, it's, uh, there's a lot of, that's one of the reasons I don't allow drop-ins in this class. Cause there's a lot of sharing about shit. Like I'm not trying to be a counselor, but at the end of the day, and any good trainer will tell you this, you become kind of an emotional support for a lot of people in this industry. And if I'm going to have that responsibility, I want to make sure I know how to handle it somehow. I don't claim to be a therapist. I'm not one. But I will send. I will tell people. I've had, like, a few clients, like, not recently, but in the past where I'm like, oh, yeah, maybe I had one recently. <laughs> where I'm like, you got to see a therapist, man. Like, there's just some shit I can't help you with. And you're not going to get anywhere with me if you can't help yourself, you know? Yeah. Like, I can only do so much. And that's kind of what the sugar shakedown is really great for because it's – it's kind of making it okay to to care enough about yourself to be selfish and like, oh, my family needs me. You ain't doing shit for your family if you're not taking care of yourself. Yeah, and exactly. then you're setting a bad example that you don't take care of yourself. So at the end of the day, the program, you know, as I went off on a rant about it, but it is all those things combined. And I'm really proud of it. I really feel like I've, it's, it's one of these programs that I've taken and like every year it gets better. And I've really, I've, I feel like I've changed a lot of lives with it and it makes me really proud, you know? Yep. Definitely. So I'm really excited that I'm excited you're in it and it's a good time, Paul, with your injury. This is going to keep your spirits off. Like, yeah. Plus it's going to be like all about the food now. Cause I can't like, can't run already. I can't, there's like a lot of stuff I can't do like physically. So, you know, <laughs> and there's not really workouts in this class. There, I should say there's not workouts. There is workouts, but they're usually, um, it's only about 30 minutes of exercise. And it depends on my group because sometimes I have groups of, I had a brand new, I had a group with like all like, I think I had like four brand new people to the gym one year mm-hmm. and like three, two or three weren't. So they didn't know how to use anything. So it was, it was kind of like having a whole green group, which is great. So, you know, that worked. And then the other two or three who were a little more advanced, I had to give them a separate workout. So it was basically like, all right, I'm going to go take these guys to do this. And I leave them to go kind of work on a few different things, like learn some of the machines. And then I took the other group 
you know, so that, that day I was like, all right, we're going to bang these way outs out. We're not really chatting because I had too many people to separate and like train, but mm. I had, a, I had a 75 year old, one of the groups, she couldn't do any of the workouts that we were doing with the other people. And you know, she doesn't do a lot. So I put her on TRX or, or she rode the other company bike and like, you know, did the stuff she could do. So this is more about the food and it's about checking in and accountability on that, you know, prepping and lifestyle and what you're eating and it's it's about camaraderie too. I have to tell you, two two groups ago, I think I had um I have everyone on a, a like a group chat on the on a text, so they're all texting. And I'm on it, so I can see what everyone's texting. So one day, this one girl's texting, and she's texting some weird shit, and I'm like, "What is she texting? Cause it's not making any sense." And then someone's like, "I think you're on the wrong chat," and I'm like, "What?" So, like, come to find out these motherfuckers have a separate chat without me on it. So they can, like, make fun of me and shit. So I'm like, let me see your phone. I, like, looked at it. It was hilarious. They didn't care. Like, it wasn't bad. Right. It was just like, you see what this bitch has us doing this week? Like, they were all, all going off about all this, me. All the stuff that you love to hear. I loved it. Honestly, I fucking, it made my day. And it was, it was like, oh, oh, yeah, they called me all kinds of bitch. What does this bitch think? Blah, 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 blah. Like, I got to have this cake for my anniversary. My husband wants to do this and blah, blah, blah. Like, oh, yeah, they were going off. I'm like, this must be it was literally my favorite one ever. <laughs> They're like, so I, I said to somebody, give me your phone in class. They're like, no, hey, hey. Oh. I'm like, let me see your phone. Let me see it. So they did. And I was, they were like, oh, one girl was like, I'm really sorry if I called you a bitch too many times. Like, I feel bad. I'm like, no, it's awesome. Like, she's like, you know, it's all fun. I'm like, dude, I swear at you guys all the time. I basically told somebody that, like, they're going to fucking cry today because I'm so pissed off. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm not always the nicest person in this. In this particular environment, I can be really wrong. There's going to be shit I say to you that is by going, it'll be okay. We'll try again. Well, this is the 300th time you tried. How many more fucking times are you going to try before you get shit, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that was my rant about the program. I, you know, all in all, I'm, I'm super proud of it. Like, I, I just, I'm really, I'm really excited you're in it. I think it's going to be, this couldn't be better timing for you. Yeah, so that, that sounds good to anybody. Maybe, like, if enough people, like, call the gym and ask for it, maybe you can do, like, another session. <laughs> Yeah, I have two people interested in a different time and different day. And I feel really bad because I'm like, I can't, I can't accommodate. I can't do just two. Yeah. And I, yeah, I need three to run the program. Yeah. So honestly, I think, I think we have six that I'm aware of. Um, and sometimes people just show up the day up. So sometimes I'm not even sure what, how many we have, because that's the thing with programs, you know, you one time I thought I didn't have enough people to run a program and I had like way more than were even signed up. Cause they all signed up that day. Uh, so, um, at the end of the day, I might just run another one, like kind of in the middle of this one. Like I'll, I'll take a little more time to, to research some more, uh, you know, the more demographic, like who needs what, where, um, yeah. and I'll just, cause this one, you know, the gym advertises this and then I advertise on my own Facebook. I've actually really tried to be good about my social media this week. Cause my manager on vacation and I'm like, let me like pump a bunch of shit out. So she's like happy that things are <laughs> happening. Well, she, you know, Julie, man, yeah. she's, she's a workaholic. I'm like, leave your computer at home. <laughs> Put your phone away. So I was like, let me go on our actual, like I, I, I neglect the, the business social media, which I should use more. Cause I don't like, I, you know what it is? I don't like getting on it and just losing myself scrolling through a right. bunch of shit. Yeah. Even if it's interesting. Like, I just don't want to. 
you know, at the end of the day, I just, I get really like, I get anxious about like not doing enough in my life. And I feel like social media sucks the life out of me. Yeah. Yeah. It like takes too much of my time and like my energy and like, especially if there's something on there that like angers me. <laughs> I mean, I used to be really, I used to argue with people on Facebook, <laughs> like, and I just, I just don't have it in me. And I'm like, yeah. you know, I, there's a lot of like friends and family. I just don't have time for and that I want to have time for, or, or, you know, we just can't make the time work where if I'm sitting around scrolling, like I could be learning another language. Like I just, I, I'm very resentful of it and I know I'm supposed to be using it. So this week, I made it a point. Well, plus I'm super motivated this week coming off vacation, yeah. but like, it's also October. So I need to make sure I'm getting all my shit together for work. So I'm like, all right, let me promote all of the stuff. Let me get the races out. So like this week, I'm really going to be adamant about getting on. And that way, Julie's like, yes, stuff's happening <laughs> on the Facebook page. Yeah. So she can relax a little. So Julie, if you're listening to this podcast, I just want you to know. I'm doing it so you don't have to do it. <laughs> I'm well, taking one for the team. Well, well, plus, um, like, a good thing about this timing for the Sugar Shakedowns is, like, we're headed into the holiday season and stuff, too, so. Oh, yeah. Well, that's one of the reasons that. I wanted to do it. Yeah. And it's right after the summer, you know? It's yeah. like, get your get yourself ready. Like, the fall, it's kind of like, it's easy to do this in the fall, I feel. Yeah, there's, like, a lot of good vegetables and stuff. Yeah, there's a lot of good vegetables. I mean, there's just, it's, I've had a lot of success around this time. I mean, I, most of the, the I've run the groups, usually I run a few a year. Mm-hmm. And um, there's always a lot of people who do well. I mean, there's always a couple of people who just, they didn't, they, they didn't know what they were getting themselves into. They're not happy that, that I'm so freaking abrasive. They don't want to hear about their shit. And they don't want to hear that they have to like, actually try to like change. They think they do, you know, and what's that whole, there's a whole like, um, stages of change, like contemplation, blah, blah, blah. I don't remember all of them, but, um, you know, at the end of the day, the contemplation thing is great and all, but it, like, if you show up to this, like you're past contemplation. So if you're only in contemplation, you signed up for the wrong, right. like you're in now. Yeah. And that's why this, this time around, I'm going to tell people they have an option to leave if they don't like what I'm selling, you know? something out of this program that's going to help them in life oh can you hear it now yeah oh man that was funky it was going really slow and then also it sped up like a chipmunk <laughs> all right I, can, <laughs> I think you can hear you now <laughs> so you're gonna start that over my again. voice i feel like my voice is already annoying so like <laughs> the chipmunk thing probably didn't help <laughs> but like uh, yeah i i hear my, i'll Paul, I listen to our podcast. I'm like, God, I hate my voice. <laughs> I'm like, and boy, do I swear a lot. What the fuck? I used to be like that too, but between this and Return of the 80s podcast, I listen to my voice enough, so I'm used to it. <laughs> I think you, I like your voice, your live voice. Oh, I think it's nice. Oh, I do. You have a nice voice. Oh, thank you. It's pleasant. I think mine's rough and Rhode Island-esque. It's, I don't love it. It's funny, one day this girl said she, I was singing, and she's like, you have a nice voice, and I'm looking around at Jim, like, the fuck is she talking to? And I'm like, are you talking to me? She's like, you have a nice voice. I'm like, I, I look at her, I go, are you okay? <laughs> First of all, I cannot sing, girl, and second of all, my voice is not that soothing when I talk either. <laughs> so I don't know who she's freaking talking to, but hey, maybe, maybe she was high, who knows? <laughs> 
So yeah, I um, I'm I'm excited about the program. I'm probably gonna keep cutting in and out, and I gotta fly soon. But yeah, I'm super excited you're doing it, Paul. Um, I think it's gonna be awesome for you during this time while your shoulder heals up, and you know we'll we'll definitely be working on that shoulder too, so we can do some play by plays to everybody on your recovery. Yeah, yeah. Plus, like, um, that could it could be a lot of soreness caused by like inflammation. It doesn't like the sugar cause inflammation. Oh yeah, you're definitely yeah. you probably got a lot of inflammation, and you can't do anything really except ice. So yeah, and it's kind of hard to elevate your shoulder. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I can't elevate it at all. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's what I mean. It's kind of hard. Like you can't. Your shoulder's there. Like yeah. there's nothing you can. It's not like you can like pick it up on a pillow and you know what I mean. It's not yeah. a leg. It's not an arm. Like you kind of have to just leave it where it is in the sling. Yep. Yep. So. So we'll. Let's do definitely do a play by play on that. And I'll um I'll definitely keep everyone posted on the um so we're probably I don't wanna get you depressed, we're probably gonna do the jingle five K as a team. Yeah. Oh what's that? Two months away? Probably. You might be able if it's in the later month, you might be able to run by then. Yeah, we'll see. They said I can begin um physical therapy in four to six weeks so if i'm starting in four weeks like i've been running so it shouldn't be it shouldn't take too long yeah. to like get you know muscle memory it shouldn't take long no Cause, you'll cause be fine because it's not my legs that are bad it's my shoulder i just gotta right. you know make sure like the bouncing up and down doesn't you know well and let's damage. face it we're gonna be doing lots of leg exercises and you can yeah. power walk yeah so you know yeah so we'll see what happens with that that would be nice yeah yes yeah, yeah, so because be... it was uh it was like a, this month when i started training with you and then um it's you true doing the <laughs> downtown jingle two months later so that is true maybe it'll be a redo yeah exactly yeah i don't think I yeah let's that one uh... since, so we'll see well we'll definitely have to like track that progress and like if you can do that race we're gonna do a team and we'll we'll tell everyone about that and um Yep. I got to see the date on that. And then if anyone's interested in signing up for the Rugged Maniac, Team Total Fitness, 9-15 on Saturday. I believe it's the 24th mm-hmm. of October. Uh, yeah, September next year. So you got a whole year to plan this thing. Cool. Yeah, and you'll be ready to go on that one. Yep, definitely. Paul, you so. can autograph You can autograph for people if they come out to that race. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> your third time's a charm. I, I think I'm going to have a shirt made third time's a charm. So you can't do anything fucking crazy on this one yeah. now. Well, you got to get through this one, Paul. Well, well I was thinking I'm, I'm like 0 for 2 now, but not really because I technically I finished that first one I got hurt in, even though I should have. You did have. finish. <laughs> I was just trying you to probably see if have, I could do but... one without getting hurt. <laughs> yeah, you weren't listening on that one. That, I wasn't stopping you. I, I There was numerous times I was like, no, You're like I'm doing it, man. Like, that's it. So I will, uh, I'll shout out to where you guys can find me. I'm on um, a joy lifestyle on Instagram, which I'm not super good about my Instagram page. Um, it's just Adriana Ferns on Facebook and total fitness, Facebook. I'm an admin on that. So I will be putting more stuff on there. I promise Julie. <laughs> <laughs> and then you can find me at, um, the road runner. That's, um, R H O D E on all the socials, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And as I mentioned on the past couple of episodes, I have a Patreon page where for um, $3, you get a free short story from me, which um, it could be either a new story or an early draft from a chapter of the book I'm writing, Journey of the Roadrunner. Um, I also do a shout out 
um, on my Journey to the Roadrunner and Return to the 80s podcast episodes. So get to share out your name and I'll give a shout out to the charity of your choice. And there'll, there'll also be some, um, I'm going to try to do some bonus podcast episodes, like the uncut version of this. So, <laughs> um, yeah, so that's $3 a month. So if you're interested in helping me out, it's going to evolve over time. I'll, maybe I'll eventually, you know, get some merch and stuff and, you know, we'll start up in these tiers. But just to start off right now, testing the waters. So I appreciate it. If anybody could help, you know, keep the lights on here because it costs money to do these podcasts. Oh, definitely. And everything. So I appreciate it. And thank you for everybody for like helping me out through this injury and everything. I appreciate it. And, we got to keep you fed, Paul. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and that'll wrap things up for now. So until next time, we'll see you out on the road. Later. Later.